Hello, everyone, and welcome to the What's Up St. Charles podcast. I'm Nate. And I'm Nick. And we're going to have a phenomenal episode as we're going to be diving into the Lazarus House today, as well as their Great Western Freedom 4 run, which is coming up in July. So we invited the executive director of the Lazarus House, Julie Purcell, to come on our podcast. So, Julie, great to see you today. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We're so excited to get to talk about Lazarus House because you guys are phenomenal. We love having you here in St. Charles. Um, But before we get to talking about the organization, let's talk about you a little bit. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe how long you've been in the area for, how long you've been with the Lazarus House for, and maybe some favorite things to do here. Sure. Um, I've been in the area about 27 years, Um, lived in St. Charles for 22 of those years, and just recently moved uh, to Geneva, not very far away. Okay. Um, Some of my favorite things to do in St. Charles are I love the parks. Um, just started taking up pickleball. Nice. Okay. That's great. Okay. <laughs> to play that. And um, I love the bike trails. We do a lot of biking. Awesome. Well, that's that's great to hear. And yeah. I mean, especially with the pickleball, I know it's so popular right now. So yeah. it's great to, you know, kind of finally meet someone that, because I keep hearing it's so popular. I'm like, who plays pickleball? Well, now we know you play pickleball. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's grown so much in just like the past few years. You know, pickleball courts are, you know, just popping up everywhere. And it's. Yeah, but we need more. Yeah. So yes. There's my plug for more pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Well, we know Holly Cable, who's the executive director over at the Park District, pretty well. So I'll, I'll let her know. So. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, uh, can you talk about your experience with the Lazarus House? So let's maybe how many uh, years you've been with them and how you kind of got started and got sure. involved with them. Sure. Um, back, I took a hiatus from teaching for a while when I had my children. So mm-hmm. then when I was trying to get back into the school district, I worked as a paraprofessional here okay. in St. Charles. And at the time, we just needed some extra money. So mm-hmm. I had, I knew uh, friends and neighbors who were involved with Lazarus House. So I knew yeah. of them and we had done, I've done some fundraising and there was a part-time job open. So I did that as my second job. I'd work all day at the school district, then go over to Lazarus House in the evening and work there for a few hours each night. Okay. And slowly over time, my role grew and I've been there for 12 years now. And um, I'm now the executive director. That's awesome. I've been the grant writer, the volunteer coordinator, the fundraiser. I've held pretty much every job there almost. That's awesome. Wow. So, you know, really grew into the role. So that's Mm -hmm. that's super. That's so cool. I love that. And so, you know, what was it that, you know, first kind of got you involved with, you know, being a part of the Lazarus House? Was it like you wanted to drive to help people? I know you said that you kind of picked it up on the side Mm -hmm. as, you know, another part-time job. But, yeah. I think it started out with just being aware of it from my neighbor, but then once you're at Lazarus House, the passion for the mission mm-hmm. really puts its hooks into you, and yeah. you see what a difference um, we as a community can make in people's lives, and that's what keeps me there. Absolutely. And did you have any like you know experience you know volunteering or working with nonprofits before Lazarus House, or was this kind of new for you? Um, I did a little bit, not mm-hmm. in the same vein. I okay. did work with uh, the Tri-City Mothers of Twins and Triplets Club. Okay. okay. It's a nonprofit in the area um, okay. that supports parents of multiples. So sure. I was on the board of that for a while. Okay. And then I also helped to um, create and run a small nonprofit called Sunshine for Alley, which okay. was for an individual child um, that had some physical disabilities. And we were working toward getting them an electronic wheelchair you know, that would really help them. So I was involved in that as well. That's fantastic. Do you have any, you know, I guess, notable memories that stand out from, you know, those past experiences before Lazarus House? Any? Um, 
Yes, yes, sure. Sunshine for Alley, we did um, a walk, and it poured down rain. Um, but we had a lot of fun, and we had a gentleman who, um, uh, what's the character from Pirates of Caribbean? Uh, um, uh, Jack, Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. He came in um, costume as that, and uh, you would cool. have thought it was the celebrity himself. <laughs> uh, Johnny Depp was there. Yeah. <laughs> the excitement that surrounded that, and it was really cool to see everybody still do the walk in the pouring rain because the cause was such a great cause. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, you know, as we kind of talked about with how you kind of grew in the role, you know, you started, you know, as the um, the grant writer, right? Or the grant writing for the organization? Well, that was or, kind of my later role, but later yeah, role, I kind yes. of moved through those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, how did those roles kind of help shape you into now the executive director at, you know, Lazarus House? Well, I think it really helps me because I have a good perspective of what everybody's role is. Yeah. You know, like our operations staff, I've never been an operations person, but I've worked operation shifts. And yeah. I've never mm-hmm. really been a case manager, but I've stepped into the case manager's role. So I think it helps as an executive director to kind of know what each of those roles entail. Yeah. And to then, you know, and, and working together as a team, we really promote a team effort at Lazarus House. So nobody works alone there. Mm-hmm. We all Absolutely. work together. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, you guys have a phenomenal team over there. You know, getting to work with Karen has been awesome, and hopefully she feels better soon. Yes. But you guys just do an amazing job over there. Mm-hmm. So, thank you. Um, yeah, so, you know, now we're going to hit you with a silly question as we like to keep it lighthearted on the mm-hmm. show and have mm-hmm. a little fun. So, you know, since we are talking about houses uh, with, you know, Lazarus House, um, let's have a little fun. So, if you had to choose between a vacation home on the ocean, uh, with beachfront property or a house on a lake with mountains in the background and you get that whole mountain view scenery, which one would you choose and why? <laughs> hmm. Is this for a permanent house or just a vacation house? I'll leave it up to you if you want vacation <laughs> or permanent house. <laughs> well, I'd have a different answer for each one. So I'll answer okay. them both quickly. Okay. If it was a permanent house, I'd probably pick by the ocean okay. because for me, sound is a, is a, a way for me to relax. Sure. So the sound of moving water yeah. yeah, is is phenomenal for me. Plus, I love to look at the water. But if it was a vacation, I would love to be on a remote lake where there's not a lot of people. And because I interact with people all day, every day. So to yeah. be away and be somewhere <laughs> quiet yeah. Yeah. would be nice for a week. But I'm not sure I'd want to <laughs> live there permanently. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I totally get it. You know, sometimes you just need to unplug a little bit, but per- perfectly good answers for both. So awesome. Well, thank you, Julie. And so now we're going to um, take a little break here before mm-hmm. we could go into the next segment where we're going to talk more in depth about Lazarus House and the upcoming race. So uh, we'll be right back with these short messages. Stay tuned, everyone. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Break Between the Podcast. It's Nate, and hope you've been enjoying the episode here. Don't have too much announcements here for the Break Between the Podcast, but if you're able to stick around, we'd love to have you. So let's dive right into them. So summer is right around the corner, and you don't want to miss out on all the fun happening here in St. Charles. And there's plenty of ways to enjoy your summer fun here. First up is STC Live, which will take place at different uh, restaurants and venues all throughout St. Charles on Wednesdays and Fridays throughout the summer. It's live music performances that are going to be phenomenal. So if you want to check that out, make sure to check out our website at www.stcalliance.org slash stclive. 
In addition to STC Live, we also have our live music listing on our website where you can check out all the live music performances happening here in St. Charles. You can catch out the Thursday night performances over at Lincoln Park or live music at one of our various bars and restaurants. You can find the whole shebang, so make sure to check out that on our website. Also, if you want to get an amazing beverage or maybe go find some amazing meals, make sure to check out our Happy Hour Hub, which is located on our website as well. You can find every day of the week where we have happy hour specials where maybe you get off work a little bit early and you're like, hey, I need to go hit up a place to go get a nice appetizer or a drink to kind of cool off and enjoy my summer day. Well, the happy hour hub is there for you. So make sure to go check it out and go check out all the amazing happy hour specials here in St. Charles. Also, if you're looking for a little fun activity, want to stretch out your brain a little bit, maybe you should go try out some of our trivia here in St. Charles. We have a whole bunch of trivia going on throughout the week at various uh, venues here in St. Charles. So if you want to check that out, we also have that on our website. We have a lot on our website. So make sure to just check out our website if you get a chance. But make sure to check out the trivia page specifically if you want to try out trivia stuff. And of course, if you want to enjoy all things St. Charles during the summer and want to find some maybe hidden gems or go exploring here a little bit, make sure to check out our Travel St. Charles app, which is available on the Apple and Android stores. It has all the information where you can create your own tours or you can take some of our own tours. You can take our brew tour challenge and so much more. So make sure to check that out. Give it a download. Give it a try because there's a lot that you can find on that app. That will wrap up our break between the podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed listening. Let's get right back into the action so we can find out what's up, St. Charles. Hello, everyone, and welcome back from our uh, break. We are going to go more into Lazarus House in the upcoming race. So, Nick, take it away. Yeah, so let's talk about, uh, you know, the details of Lazarus House. First off, where are you located and what are the hours? Like, when is Lazarus House open? Our location is 214 Walnut Street, but our main entrance is really around the corner on 3rd Street. Okay. So anybody coming in and out, it's a double-door red entrance with a big number one on it. Yes. And that's our main entrance. Yeah. So what are the, the services that you offer at Lazarus, Lazarus House? Lazarus House has basically three main programs. Okay. Our first one is emergency shelter, which is for men, women, and children. Okay. So it's an emergency shelter. Um, we, along with that, we have a women's and children's day center. Okay. So everybody sleeps on the same level during the, day, during the nighttime. And in the morning, the women and children go downstairs on the lower level, and they spend their whole day down there. Okay. In conjunction with that, we also have a food-only program. And the food only program is for food insecure individuals within our communities who maybe at the end of that two weeks of a paycheck, they don't have enough to cover groceries or, you know, they're thinking, should I put gas in the car to get to work? Should I purchase my prescriptions or should I buy groceries? We want to take that decision making out okay. of the yeah. equation yeah. for them so that then they can they know that they can get food so they wow. can come for up to three meals a day. Um, and then our second program is our transitional housing program. That is a two-year program. It's for people who are within our shelter who need that extra time. Okay. Um, perhaps they're going to school. We have some people uh, who go to ECC to get a two-year degree, so we want to keep them at Lazarus House and help them through that time. Um, it also might be they have significant debt to pay down. Mm -hmm. um, it could be for any reason. They may um, <coughs> go up to our transitional living center for two years. Okay. And then our, our other main program is our Homeless Prevention Services Program. And what that entails is we have four state and federally funded grants okay. that help 
people be rehoused right. or to remain housed. So it could be a short time, say one of, one of you, for example, were to get sick, be hospitalized for a portion of time, um, you get behind in your rent, and then once you're out and you're healthy again, you can work and you can pay your rent, but you're never wow. going to be able to catch up. Mm-hmm. So what we do through this grant is pay a rearage for utilities and okay. rent so that someone does not become homeless. Yeah. We also have a permanent supported housing program for people who've been chronically homeless and who have a disability. So we are helping subsidize their rent for it's a permanent situation forever. Yeah. As long as they stay in the program. Wow. I so those are our main programs. I just want to say, you know, it's amazing what you guys, you know, do over at Lazarus House, being able to help out the community. I mean, how, how long has Lazarus House been in, in the St. Charles community? This month, we just celebrated our 26th year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And early on, it kind of moved around a little bit, but only for a short period of time. And then we started renting the back of our lo- the location at 214 Walnut Street. And in 2018, we bought the whole building. Wow. Yeah. Which so. is crazy because I feel like it's been there for so long, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I was listening. It was funny. I was listening to the Hickory Knolls podcast and like they opened in 2011. I'm like, it's so funny how, you know, things that we you know have as staples here in St. Charles today, how like recently it was that they, you know, how opened. things have changed. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it, it feels like it's been this way forever, you know. <laughs> Correct. Yes. And <laughs> you guys are, you know, open for, you know, guests 365 days a year. 24 hours a day. Wow. Every day. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Incredible. Yeah, it becomes their home while they do not have a place sure. to call their own. Yes. So when they come in with us, they are get a bed. They leave all their belongings there. They're given a locker to lock up their valuables. It's their space. It's sure. the same faces they come and see every day when they come in. They know who to expect is going to be there. And it it becomes, I don't want to say a home, but it is their place sure. of residence while they don't have one. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I know, you know, so you guys focus obviously on, you know, all those different services, but also helping people with the skills they need to, you know, Mm -hmm. still, you know, be successful later on, you know, Mm -hmm. after maybe they're not at Lazarus House anymore. Can you talk a little bit about that and those skills that you help them, excuse me, develop? Mm -hmm. Sure. Each person that comes into Lazarus House is given a case manager. Okay. So they have that one direct person that they can work with. Yeah. And it, whatever their most emergent needs are are the first things we work on. Mm -hmm. So we may have an individual come in who (coughs) their most emergent need might be, I need an ID and a social security card because that was stolen at some point in time or I lost it. Mm -hmm. So we have to help them get that, those IDs so that then they can get a job. Sure. Um, We do have an on-site, she's the guest development coordinator. She works with every individual when they first come in. She introduces them to all the classes that we offer. And those classes are provided by in-house educator or uh, individuals from the community or different organizational groups. For example, Tri-City Family Services comes in and runs groups for us on emotional wellness and parenting. A local bank uh, in St. Charles here, St. Charles Bank, uh, they come in and do a group called Money Smart, which okay. they've specifically tailored to the needs of our guests, which is really cool. Um, we have a volunteer CPA that comes in from okay. the community, helps them um, do back taxes, um, with debt, helps them with debt reduction. We have a volunteer financial person. Uh, we have a volunteer attorney that comes in, doesn't take the cases, but gives a lot of good advice on Mm -hmm. directions to go. For example, someone might come in thinking they have an eviction on their record, 
because that's what the landlord told them. But then when the, our attorney looks it up and says, no, there's no eviction on record, which yeah. can be huge for an individual who's yeah. trying to right. find housing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, you know, absolutely fantastic that, you know, you guys are, you know, helping so many different areas that people may be in need, mm-hmm. in need mm-hmm. of. And we also refer um, a lot of individuals for mental health counseling, mm-hmm. substance use sure. um, disorder counseling, um, parents in need of daycare. We help them find daycare so they can get employed. Oh. So there's a wide breadth of services. We work with about 50 different other social social service agencies um, to provide whatever needs our guests have. Yeah, That's absolutely. Good. And so, you know, and as you kind of talked about, um, you know, I, I love the changing lives page on your guys' website because it really mm-hmm. shows how like influential and how impactful your guys' work is. So, you know, is there any moments that maybe that you've had at Lazarus House during your time there where you've kind of had that, that moment where it's just like, it's not only you help change someone else's life, but it kind of helped change your life as well. Kind of like a, you know, like a calling moment. Mm-hmm. Um, every day at Lazarus House is different. Sure. Yeah. You know, every day you walk in think, thinking you know what's gonna happen that day and it, it never goes as you plan. Um, just meeting, for me, being a former teacher, um, it's always the children that has the biggest impact on me. Yeah. Um, whether it's hand hugs, which we do all the time. The kids love those. Um, you know, we have to have good boundaries with our guests. So right, sure. hand hugs and just sitting down and reading a book to them. Um, just seeing the difference you can make in people's lives or hearing the celebrations of, hey, I got a job interview today. And then you follow up with them the next day and say, hey, how'd that job interview go? Yeah. For them, it's you know, that you're recognizing that you're remembering what is going on in their lives Mm -hmm. and then their celebrations of they got Mm -hmm. a job. Yeah, that care and, you know. Yeah, and I can remember times when we've had guests move out and, you know, back into independent housing and all the staff's there and we're cheering them on. That's awesome. um, We have a big bell that one of our uh, board members gave to Lazarus House and when a big celebration happens, um, we ring that big bell. Cool. Um, Recently, we've had a couple guests. uh, There's a group called um, Cars of Hope. Okay. And we work with them to, they get cars donated to our guests. Oh, that's awesome. So they do that throughout the area, but our, uh, we've had, I think our fourth guest now we're on um, of having been being gifted a car. That's awesome. So those celebrations are just amazing, but it's even the everyday, like I said, little hand hugs, little um, check-ins with the guests. You know, you say, hey, how's your day today? And they'll be like, great. <laughs> you know, and, and it's it's always those nice things. And even when it's not great, it it's you're still there for them. And, yes. you know, we I tell all our guests we're doing we're all doing the very best we can every day. And that's all we can ask. Absolutely. So and, you know, I know there's lots of ways that people can support uh, Lazarus House, you know, either through uh, volunteering donating but also want to talk about the major events because i know you guys use those as as fundraisers for Mm -hmm. lazarus house so let's kind of start diving to the the one that's coming up here with the the freedom four run so can you Mm -hmm. talk about that a little bit you know where is it at and when will it be sure um it is our 16th annual great western freedom four run it's a four mile run since it's on the 4th of July, (laughs) two-mile walk, and we hold it on the 4th of July over at Leroy Oaks. Mm -hmm. Um, Check-in starts at 6.30 a.m., so it's an early one. Everybody's done by 10, so it's a great way to start off your holiday. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just a major, one of our major fundraisers that helps um, 
provide all the services that we can for our guests. Absolutely. And so, you know, 16 years, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I've seen the pictures of it. I remember I saw a guy, he was juggling at, in mm-hmm. one of the pictures. Uh, you know, it's, it's so it's so fun to see how, how fun and, and, you know, everyone gets out to have a good time. So, you know, is there anything new with this year's race? Um, or is it kind of that same format or, you know, anything? It's the same format. Um, our new event coordinator, who you referred to earlier, Karen, she is a runner, and so she instituted something new this year in that um, at, we used to always do T-shirts, but she said, you know, women would really like to get tank tops. Oh, awesome. So that's <laughs> the big thing. And we're all kind of like, hmm, is that really going to make a difference? But you are, I'm amazed at how many people are registering because they want those tank tops. Okay, yeah. absolutely. So that's great. that's something new. <laughs> that's something new and exciting. But otherwise, it's, it's pretty much the same run, and I, a lot of individuals look forward to it. Yeah. No, I mean, and like I said, it's just so fun, you know, with the guy juggling, you know, people are out there just I, having costumes. a good time. Yep. yep. So, you know, is, uh, is there any favorite moments that you've kind of had from, you know, either seeing like something exciting at the race or maybe like, you know, dad and son are like coming through holding hands at the finish line or something like any favorite moments that you've had dr- during that time? I would say some of the favorite moments I have, again, I always go back to kids, but um, seeing how young some of the kids are that are participating yeah. and how the parents are really encouraging their kids to be a little philanthropic it's not only Mm -hmm. about being healthy and running and getting exercise but it's about supporting lazarus house and being philanthropic so it's neat to talk to the kids and and they know why they're there yeah so but it is fun to see the costumes some of the the kids are coming they got little red white and blue tutus on some uncle sam dress ups Mm -hmm. and all that yeah yeah so it's fun and and it's exciting at the end to see how fast Mm-hmm. Some of the people can really run yeah. four miles, Absolutely. and you see them fly across that line. I'm like, wait a minute, you just left. You How just did you get back here already? <laughs> yeah, as former cross country and track runners ourselves, yeah. you know, we we always are interested in seeing the times each year. You know, we always say, all right, what was the fastest time this year? And then we're like, whoa, that guy was cooking, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, you know. So for the race, you know, can people sign up uh, all the way up till race day, or is there mm-hmm. a deadline or anything that they need to meet or anything like no, that? Y- you can sign up at any time. We even have registration day of. So oh, you perfect. can come Great. out. That starts at 6.30 in the morning. So we'll, we'll be out there early. Woo! So if anybody <laughs> wants to sign up, the only thing is we can't guarantee T-shirts to anybody who doesn't, who doesn't sign up early. Yes, sure. absolutely. So, and do you guys still need volunteers? Is, if people want to help volunteer for the race as like, you know, maybe like a water station or something, do you need volunteers for that still? Um, I think we may need a few volunteers still, yeah. So they could contact Karen. Okay. So it's just... Karen W at LazarusHouse.net. Perfect. And so, you know, beyond that event, any other ones coming up throughout the the schedule this year? Uh, We do. We have um, our September 15th at um, Prairie Landing. Okay. We have our annual golf outing. Perfect. Um, That's our other major event. Uh, We just had our posh picnic last this last Friday. Those are our three major events, the run, the golf outing, and our posh picnic. Yeah. Um, but it's really one thing I wanted to point out that has really been neat lately is the community doing all um, fundraisers for Lazarus House as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the St. Charles Six. Yes. This this year is going to benefit Lazarus House, so that's really exciting. And we're excited about that. Yes. So. And uh, that's Wednesday, the kickoff. Yeah. I don't know when this broadcast is going to be. Well, about tomorrow, be. so okay. <laughs> so it's, it'll be tonight. <laughs> tonight, yeah. on Wednesday night. Um, Thursday of this week, um, 
another business filling station is doing their charity day from yes, four I to seven. Yes, I remember saying that. Yeah. So Lazarus House is benefiting there, and then on July tentieth, Riverlands is allowing us to do bingo night at their awesome brewery. Really cool. So we will have a bingo night also to benefit Lazarus House. Perfect. So if anybody can come off for any of those and and support us, there's big ways and small ways to support. Absolutely. Yeah. So awesome. Well, it's so great to hear that the, the community is coming together for you guys mm-hmm. yeah. in so many different ways because you guys deserve all the support. Mm-hmm. You know, as we talked about with all the programming you guys offer and all the amazing things you do, it's just it's so amazing to see what yes. you guys do here. So thank you so much. Yeah, of course. So, um, you know, is there anything else that you'd like to say about Lazarus House or about any of the upcoming events or anything before we wrap up here? I just wanted the one thing I wanted to point out is I'm just so amazed by the support of the surrounding communities and yeah. uh, St. Charles specifically. Um, it's amazing to see everything from the mayor all the way down to small, the school age children or the kids who are running their lemonade stands to benefit Lazarus House. It's amazing um, just to see the support that this community gives because these are really our neighbors, yes. the people from our own community that we're helping. Yes. So I'm, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has ever supported in any way, even if it's just to drop off a case of water to, you know, writing a big check. Every little bit helps because if we all come together and do a little bit, we can do a lot in our community. Well, I love that note. So um, that will bring us to the end of our podcast here. So, Julie, thank you again for coming in. We really appreciate it. Um, And again, everyone, if you get a chance to sign up for the uh, Great Western Freedom Forerun, you know, or go volunteer, drop off supplies, help be a part and support Lazarus House. You know, these guys are phenomenal with all the things that they do. So that'll bring us to the end of our episode. So we'll have more episodes coming down the line. So until then, everyone, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you all next time. 